Many provinces and cities in China have started to loosen restrictions on going outside for residents, though lots of people are still wary about heading back into public spaces. This week, we chat with our Beijing director about her experience as the city opens back up. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Li Pei Zhang is our director in Beijing. Li Pei, welcome back. Hello, everyone. This is Li Pei. I'm glad to be back today. So I gather you want to share what it's been like going out for the first time in a while in the city. For the very first time since the outbreak in mid-January, I finally convinced myself and my parents to go out for dinner in the restaurant during the past weekend.、Mm-hmm. It's not an easy decision to make, and we were very cautious. We've been following very strict rules of keeping social distance with each other, wearing masks if has to be outside, stay at home for most of time. Right. Going out for dinner means you will eat food prepared by others you don't know. You will eat food without masks, and people surrounding you will talk to each other while eating.、Mm. All of this sounds scary if we were even a few weeks before. However, through all the daily press conferences that Chinese government hosted, and the public news that are available, we know that the Chinese government at different level in different cities issue different guidance based on its own scenarios to allow individuals have a level of certainties and confidence to live in a normal life as much as possible.、Mm-hmm. However, we are still in a great uncertainty and complexity. Environment today. So, have you felt comfortable being outside in public? First of all, all employees must wear masks all the time, and the restaurants will be under strict inspections by the market regulators if they would like to reopen. Customers need to present at a gate to record temperature, scan QR code to verify its travel history for the past fourteen days. There is a strict rules of how many people can sit together in one table, and how much distance between two tables. And of course, there is enough sanitizers available for the customers. It is unclear when we can take off the masks and enjoy the normal life. But compared to other cities, Beijing is clearly not in a rush of loosening its restrictions, and people are getting actions when it will host its signature event, the delayed two conferences. Right. Before the past weekend, people coming to Beijing will subject to mandatory 14 days quarantines either at a residence place or centralized areas for domestic travelers. However, things got changed starting from April 12th. Beijing municipal government just released a new guidance allowing domestic business travelers coming to Beijing without having 14 days quarantine measures. However, those travelers has to go to the designated hospitals to get a test results within the seven days before arriving in Beijing. So, if their test results is negative, and they have to approve the health code authorized by the local government, those domestic travelers can come to Beijing and stay in a hotel in Beijing for business purpose. Of course, this policy seems to be an icebreaker for hotel industries in this region, but also perhaps is another indication of China is ready to prepare for its two conferences. Otherwise, following the former rules, all the officials coming all over the countries will have to come to Beijing at least 14 days in advance before 
the two conferences start to meet a 14 days quarantines. In this case, the new policy seems to solve this problem for them to come and meet together. And I understand there's also been some changes of policy regarding quality checks for medical exports, right? Some policy adjustment creates bigger challenge for companies to support epidemic control overseas. Chinese government jointly released a document recently to require exports of PPE to have both Chinese medical devices product registration certificate and comply with the quality standard of importing countries. This rapid policy adjustment in export requirements has significantly impacted a variety of U.S. CBC companies because it is a contradict with existing laws and regulations. Company doesn't have to register to acquire China's certificate if those are meant to be exported in line with other countries' certification. This document not only impacts manufacturers, but also companies who procured appropriate PPE before April 1st in line with previous regulations as their goods were rejected by customs. We know the intention of this policy is not to restrict needed medical products for companies' internal use and seek for solutions based on companies' practice to provide flexibilities and exemptions to balance between access to medical supplies and ensuring quality materials. USBC has submitted an advocacy letter late last week to state council leadership and received a quick turnaround from state leader office in responding to our letter. The state leader recognized the concern among the member companies and commit to look into the issues among coordinated in interagency effort. And hopefully this issue will be resolved soon. We will continue to follow up with member companies and the Chinese counterpart to report with any further development. Of course, uh, and if listeners have any questions about those letters, you can always find our contact information on our website, which I will include below in the show notes. So feel free to reach out anytime. All right, Lipei, thanks for the wrap up. We'll hear from you again soon. Talk to you in two weeks. Lipei Zhang is our director in Beijing. The China Business Minute is a production of the US China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. It will help other people find it. And feel free to share it directly with your colleagues as well. As always, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week.